Maybe you felt chills or goosebumps. Perhaps it's an overwhelmed feeling of something bigger than you or more complex. Whatever the feeling, God put the response in your soul as a reminder of His presence, power, and glory. It's called awe, and He wants to remind us of it every day in many ways. Join us as we discover how God has used His awe to inspire others to follow Him deeper in their lives. So Jesus asked, who do you say I am? And then, not only did he ask, who do they say I am? He asked, who do you say I am? And Peter answered, you're the Christ, the Son of God. Identity is important to us. If we get it wrong, even if we feel right about it, we will be confused, led astray, and hunger for more. As I mentioned before, one of my favorite stories is Gideon. As he hid from the Midianites down in the pit, the Lord came to him and called him a great warrior. And he kind of like looked around, I'm sure, and thought, who's standing behind me? But that's the way God saw him. And Peter, as he ached from denying Jesus to being alone with him at the Sea of Galilee, started to hurt even a little more as Jesus asked him three questions about loving him. And Peter kept answering yes, but was feeling disturbed that it was being requested over and over again. How do you feel about me? But Jesus was pointing out, I want you to Love me those three times, just like you denied me the three times, because I've got a new job for you. You're the shepherd. I want you to feed my sheep. Well, today we have a returning guest, Kat Vasquez, who, with her husband, Jorge, told us about their ministry earlier, movie, book, on your story is not done, and how God wants to redeem you and give you new opportunities to alter your story to God's purposes for you. Today, Kat will be discussing her new book, Rain restoring identity, and how you can truly discover who you are as God's son or daughter and walk in your divine purposes. Kat, welcome again to In Awe by Bruce. Bruce, it's always an honor to connect with you, brother. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you back. And uh, Kat, I wanted to start off really with the link. If you can tie the link for us between your story is not done and rain and how you got here. Absolutely. So 21 years ago, I cannot believe I'm saying that, uh, my husband began this ministry called Revolution Media Ministries. It started out uh, with a television show to simply preach the love of Jesus to youth through band interviews and music. Um, that show was called The Revolution TV. And about six years ago, <laughs> the Lord started birthing within us this, this new narrative of preaching the hope of Jesus, amplifying hope. And um, our hearts were just softened towards those that are struggling, feeling hopeless in this day and age. You know, mental health is a real discussion today. Mm -hmm. Certainly after experiencing pandemic worldwide, I think all of us can attest to having struggled with anxiety at some point in the past few years. So we embarked on this new production project, and the Lord was very clear and strategic. George and I both believe that God speaks. He speaks to us and for today with relevance. And he spoke very clearly this simple term, that your story is not done. No matter what your circumstances look like, if you've lost a job, even if you've lost your loved ones, lost your family, if you are still here on this earth, you are filled with purpose. Mm. Your story 
is not done. There is more for you. So we produced a, a film series and that airs currently on Amazon Prime and Roku. Uh, you can find those direct links on our website, yourstoryisnotdone.com. And we also produced a book. We partner with rehab centers, outreach events. We give the book away. We've been giving it to uh, local prisons and uh, just trying to spread the news of Jesus that no matter how far you may have fallen or feel that you are from God, your story is not done. He loves you so much. In fact, it's just getting started. <laughs> so around that same time when we started producing the film series, I um, began my personal project and I was coming out of a, a real tough season. I had unfortunately come into the crosshairs of an emotional and verbal abusive work relationship. And I was seeking healing at that time. And as my husband and I were, were praying into God, what is next for our family? The Lord wanted to take me deeper in understanding my true identity as his daughter, that I was filled with purpose. And again, it does dovetail, your story is not done, the message with personally me really believing that at a time where, sadly, I was really doubting my own worth, my own capabilities. Anyone that has gone through abuse, who has become the victim of verbal, emotional, physical, even sexual abuse, I am so, so sorry. And um, I, I completely understand what that does. It ravages your soul, what you believe you're capable of. In my particular situation, like I just was struggling even putting a sentence together. Hmm. Um, I was uh, working in the journalism field for many years. I loved that career, absolutely loved it. But um, sadly, within this certain season of my life, I came in contact with someone who was very, very broken and struggling with anger and rage. And as most of us know who have been through counseling, it's a reflection of that individual's brokenness Mm -hmm. It's not a reflection of anything you have done. You have just sadly been at the wrong place at the wrong time, and that anger projected upon. So it took years of counseling for me to understand that. But as I continued to walk out my healing journey, I started writing in my journal, and I asked the Lord a key question. How do you see me, Lord? That question. Yeah. Do you see me? I listened and I dictated what he began to show me day after day, week after week. He started revealing scripture and it became the seed of this book that I just wrote, Rain Restoring Identity. And what scriptures say, who we are in Christ mm -hmm. is the game changer. That right there. It, and it shows that we're living far below our own pay grade, <laughs> Scriptures say that we are a new creation in Christ, that I'm an heir to Jesus. I'm a son. I'm a daughter of the Most High King. I'm a child of God. I'm a citizen of heaven along with the saints. He calls me a saint. I'm a member of the household of God. Mm. That was such a mic drop moment when I started realizing my real identity in Christ that I'm a citizen of heaven, 
everything started changing. I started understanding my capabilities here. It's not anything that I can do. It's everything that he has already done because of the finished work of Calvary. What my heart needs, I have access to because of Holy Spirit. He can give me that comfort, that peace, that strategy that I need at work with my children. He can give me exactly what I'm needing in that moment because he wants us to partner with him. He takes delight when we need him, when we're desperate for him. We were created for his love. And it takes 40 chapters. It is so worth it, though. It's a 40-day quest in this Mm -hmm. devotional book to really understand that we need to unlearn what the world has taught us, this broken world, when it's all about me, 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 pride, self-sufficiency, and fame, right? When in reality, I share in Rain Restoring Identity, we are the antithesis of the world's systems because we are called to rule with the heart of a servant Mm. and serve with the heart of a king. Mm. So I want to take it down to a level if I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm struggling with these things. One, in your situation where there's certain identity things that hit you harder than others, and how did you take them on to say, this is really who I am? Absolutely. I mean, I can still remember to this day the words that uh, my colleague would (laughs) slam me with. And I can remember to this day over and over what ends up happening with someone who's experienced verbal and emotional abuse is after time, you start to believe that. If it's compounded day after day, you start to believe that yourself. So it was really hitting the core of my worthiness is some of the things that I, I remember recalling. You can't do anything right. You're a mistake. You're a mistake that we hired. You can't be trusted, this kind of thing. Wow. And in reality, <laughs> later, this individual was fired for harassment a couple of years later. But wow. um, anyone in that business knows you have to stay at a station for two years for it to qualify on your resume. Mm-hmm. So, All of us had that two-year tenure, but looking over the pattern, there was high turnover at that particular station because of this person, this this toxic personality. So a lot of people left, and some of them survived and bounced back, but for myself, it was a slow unraveling. But I'm thankful for it because I am stronger understanding my real identity and my true worth in Christ It shoved me in a corner far enough that I had to find out the truth. Yeah. And I find out, at least in my own personal life, that usually there are things that happened to me or I believed or I lived out maybe or whatever at a young age that made me vulnerable to those attacks at the older age because I didn't have that secure identity. And then so when I got older, when something, an attack comes like that, that's that harsh and aggressive, all of a sudden the things that I thought I had strength in or whatever fall apart. Now, the great thing about that is, is God wants you to get the strength back in him and how he views you and what he truly says is true of you, which is much better than what I can come up with on my own. But that's usually how I find the connection for me. 
That is so true and so profound. I think every single one of us as humans living in this broken world, right? We're living in a fallen world. You know, we've had experiences with other folks that have rejected us or excluded us, or perhaps we have experienced abuse before, the deepest form of rejection. So every single one of us can attest to experiencing that. And that's why I was so compelled to write and share what the Lord was showing me in Rain Restoring Identity, because we really are filled with purpose. Isaiah says that we are the hope of the nations, that kings and nations will come to the brightness of our dawn, who is Christ Jesus living inside of us and through us. That is us, the hope of the nations. Yes. So I don't want to be a product of a label from my past experiences Being a human being, right? Hurting people will hurt people. Hmm. I want to start living the abundant life in who Christ says that I am. And the entire Bible is, is filled with scripture about who this role, this position of the bride of Christ is. Well, if you have Jesus in your heart, you're a member. You're a collective member of the bride of Christ. And every single time that that position is is talked about, it's talking about you. I mean, Romans, Romans 8 is probably my favorite chapter in the entire Bible. And Romans 8 talks about the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Why do you think that is? Because we are called to help restore creation. That is who the bride of Christ is. And again, that's why it took 40 chapters in this devotional book to explain the reasons why we need to get that. We need to believe it. We need to walk in it. And together in unity, we can pull heaven's culture down to earth. Mm. And I was thinking about this in talking to you because I was thinking, what was God's original plan with man and woman? be fruitful and multiply and go out and subdue the earth and show people what God's really like in that relationship. That didn't work, obviously. So then he went to Israel and I'm your God, you're my people. It's that same kind of relationship. Be a light, as you just read out there. That didn't work out really either. They also failed there. So now what we have is Jesus coming and telling us, you're my bride And I want you to go out and make disciples of every nation, right? It's the same thing. Be fruitful and multiply along those same lines. But if we don't have the identity that you're talking about, awful hard to do. Right, right. And, you know, nine times out of 10, when you are asking the Lord to use you, he will bring you through a process. Mm -hmm. Preparation, right? I mean, King David in the Bible is probably one of the best examples I know about that. His entire life was chronicled pretty much. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly. And early on, his character was, was tested and fortified to see how he could steward his character and integrity when he was promoted, right? And that was a 15 year range of tests from David in the the shepherd boy in the fields to being promoted as the active king. So the preparation will take place. And 
this little guidebook with Rain Restoring Identity yeah. is supposed to be a field guide. It's supposed to help you avoid a lot of the mistakes that I have personally made, the <laughs> common ones that every single one of us run into living in this fallen world, um, understanding our identity in him, that we are secure, that he has everything that our heart needs in and out of every season. And at the end of the day, what I would hope folks would understand from this is how God's storyline was woven into ours before the creation of the world. He designed humans out of his great capacity to love. He had so much love he wanted to bestow it on a creation. So he made human beings. And his relentless pursuit throughout human history of bestowing love, like you said, through Adam and Eve, through mm -hmm. the entire nation of Israel, and then today, each and every one of us in modern times, is just a testimony of how unrelenting his love is. And being in relationship with him learning to hear his voice, which is, I think, a critical a discipline that we all need to learn, especially in this day and age, while we're living in unstable times, we're not sure what the future is going to hold, no matter what country you live in. But as you ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom, and you know Father's heart, because he knows you and you know him. Mm-hmm. He will start to show you kingdom keys of visions, dreams, practicals, and strategies that you need not only to, to sustain during these days, to thrive. And again, I'm coming back to Isaiah 60 as my promise on that. We uh -huh. are going to thrive so much. Kings and nations will be drawn to our light. We are his, and he is protecting us. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, summary. I love that. I wanted to ask you too, I noticed that uh, you have some creative activities and you're a very creative person. Um, can you tell us what some of those are without exposing too much? That, that attracts me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Years ago, I used to work with a designer in uh, North Carolina and she commissioned me as an artist. I used to paint large abstract installations for her clients. I love to paint and uh, I did that as sort of a side hustle in business. And within the last really few months, uh, the Holy Spirit has been nudging me to pick my brush back up again, but not for business at all, to be a blessing in ministry and uh, to provoke the gospel in this hour. Yeah. So I did start on a, a collection of art pieces, um, and they will be unveiled on my website, which is therainbook.com, rain, which is R-E-I-G-N, therainbook.com. I do have the originals, but we're making all of the prints, the copies available for purchase. And each one has a prophetic scripture attached to it and a story behind it. Okay. So I'm very excited to release Rain Art. That will be out in a couple of weeks. Oh, great. And and you put some of those into the book and you use those as activities or, or is that different? Most of them are separate out of the book. I do okay. have some photography in the book, 
Okay. And um, I am a creative, a kingdom creative. I have a lot of friends who I love to collaborate with and also promote their gifts. So yeah. I have a lot of photography from some of my dear friends that's okay. loaded in this book as well. That's great. I know I've used this probably too many times in my, my uh, sessions lately, but everything you're saying just remind. it always goes back to this verse for me. One of my favorites where it tells us in Ephesians 2 verse 10 that we are God's masterpiece. And the word there is poema. Now, originally in the Greek, it didn't mean poem, though we use it as poem now. But it still has the same essence that God is working and wants to work on you and allow us to let him work on us so that we become that masterpiece. And we're all unique masterpieces to the world that express that he is there and he's the one doing this and not us. You just fit that to me. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes, we're being conformed in his image, right? Yes. Yes, there is a scripture, I think, very close to what you were just saying that said, we look through a veil dimly, but one day yes. we'll see clearly face to face. We reflect him. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he is calling us a new creation. So if we understand our real identity in yeah. him, once we give that exchange of our dreams, our life, and ask him to become the Lord of our life, that's when the great exchange happens. Yeah. That's when we start to realize our greater role and potential as the bride of Christ together. And we are called together. So Kat, before we go, I want to just have you kind of go maybe back over some of the places where we can get your stories not done as well as your book on rain and where people can grab a hold of this and any of the, the videos or whatever. So my new book, therainbook.com, is the website. It's available on Amazon and anywhere you can purchase books. Therainbook.com is that website. And yourstoryisnotdone.com, there are links there to watch the films and to purchase that book. And again, we absolutely love to partner with outreach groups, prisons, rehab centers, trafficking awareness groups. We want to put the books in the hands of of those who need that message the most. So if that's you, or if you are connected with one of those organizations, please reach out to us. We would be happy to get some books in your hands to to share the message of Jesus. Yourstoryisnotdone.com. Fabulous. That is great. Anything else you'd like to tell people about what's coming next or what you're into following this? Along the film series, Your Story Is Not Done, I'm so excited to announce that film four will feature Jonathan Cain from the Grammy award-winning band Journey. The backstory of how the song Don't Stop Believin' came to be. It's a very, very powerful film, and we're so excited to debut that early December on yourstoryisnotdone.com. Ooh, all right. Looking forward to that. And thank you so much for coming on. And, you know, I think in a world that is so confused about identity, I think that we're in, I know it's, it's sad, it, that this is great, that you want to help people understand really who they are in Christ, because then they can get that fulfillment that they're truly looking for. Instead of all the other things I know me and everybody else grabs for, that's where it's really at. And it actually is true. God will fulfill you. 
Absolutely. Yes. It's, it's the ultimate relationship when you realize he really is real and he is for you Mm. holding tightly to his hand in and out of even the tough seasons, he will reveal how real he is and how much he is for you. Mm. Amen. All right, sister. Well, thank you so much. Best to your uh, husband and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Bruce. Always a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye.